podcast. Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 13 of Podcast vs. Player. Playing the same old record as myself, Cal. And joining me this week is the squashed assassin himself, the one and only Dad. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> How are you, Squire? I'm very well, Callum. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. How would you like some news? I'll have some bloody news. I- I'll give you some bloody news. <laughs> In a recent interview with official Xbox magazine, Microsoft Studios boss Phil Spencer revealed that they actually considered removing the disk drive of the Xbox One as, a- as late as six months before the console's actual launch. Before Microsoft revealed all at E3 last year, it was rumoured that the Xbox One would come with a Blu-ray drive, which we all know now it does. But yep. back then, Microsoft were actually considering removing the disk drive altogether to create an all-digital console. Speaking with official Xbox magazine, Microsoft's Phil Spencer said, Obviously, after the announcement in E3, there was some feedback about what people wanted to change. So, so just, yeah, just a little bit. Uh, there was a real discussion about whether we should have an optical disk drive in Xbox One or if we should get away with a purely diskless console. But when you start looking at bandwidth and game size, it does create issues. Well, so, yeah, unless they're going to give you a 10 terabyte hard drive. Yeah. I mean, people have got hundreds and hundreds of games. Like, people like me, I don't trade them in or sell them. I, I buy yeah. it, I think it's shit, and I'll keep it. Yeah, But, I, I, you know, that doesn't mean that I can't not play it again. Is It, it sounds really kind of like boasty but I love when when people come round and they're like fuck you've got a lot of games yeah it, it's <laughs> like you know when like people had like DVD collections that were like yeah. entire cupboards worth and like entire wardrobes and now it's just like oh well I've got that much space on my phone <laughs> so it's just it's not the same you, you want that and you want to have a good look and go hmm like I mean I'm, I'm pretty sure that if you went to like a standard library you could have all of those books that are in that library on a couple of Kindles, but yeah. it's not the same of having a good look around and you know choosing and you know something will take your fancy and all that sort of stuff. And that, I like having that you know in the boxes everywhere. Well, not everywhere, but yeah. in some form of order. And you know you sort of get oh, I haven't played that in ages. I love that. I love that. I'll give that a go rather than just having to scroll through a list. I, I got excited at Christmas because because we had like a few games for the Wii U and uh, obviously like uh, PlayStation Four games as well. And I actually got really excited because I had to start a new shelf. <laughs> um, That's fine. I've got That's the sort of thing to be excited about. Exactly. I don't think there's anything wrong with discs. Or there's, there's, there's certainly no way that we're past to the point of discs. No, like, no. You know, and it's not. We're not. Depend, depending on the medium, um, I think like CDs have gone. They're, they're, they are well on the way out now. Uh, MP3s are far easily uh, more accessible. You can have them on your phone. You can have them on your iPod. Um, various other MP3 players, tablets. Yep. Uh, even cars now have uh, USB inputs, so you can just stick them on a uh, memory stick and bong it into USB driving the car. Um, Move is kind of similar in a sense that you can have them on your phone, you can have them on your tablet, etc. But I, I mean, I don't buy DVDs at all. I only buy Blu-rays because yeah. what, what's the point of having a Blu-ray player and not buying Blu-rays? Um, and I don't think we'll reach that quality of mobile. Um, not for a while. I'm medium for, for a good long time, but mm. as far as games are, are, are concerned, unless it's Steam, I, I want physical medium. Yeah. There's, Steam does it well. Steam does it. 
It does, but I, whenever I'm looking through the, I mean, the library I've got isn't huge now. I know people have got hundreds and hundreds of games off Steam, but even just like looking through the list, it's just I sit there going, oh, I just want something, you know, I want boxes and I don't know, maybe it's just like because I'm old and, you know, yeah. I like having books and, you know, like the instruction books were never used apart from like when you were a kid on the way home. Yeah, and you'd be reading like, I can't physically play it, so I'll have a look through the book. Exactly. That's, that's the closest I can get to playing this at the moment. You can't even do that now. They don't even come with books anymore. No, everything's already on there and everything's tutorial level. Like the um, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, um, the, the sleeves, the, the cases, on the front, you've got the, the front and the back cover, obviously. Yeah. But printed on the other side is what you'd find in the book, like the controls and stuff. And, and then inside you just get a leaflet. <laughs> Remember when they used to be like artwork and, you know, now you've got to buy special edition ones? I, I'd honestly, I'd, I'd buy a game. Uh, I, I remember uh, when I had Goldeneye, uh, I, t- I took the book to school. I read it in, in class. And yeah, yeah. I, I'd go to the toilet and I'd, I'd take the booklet with me, um, just, just read it while I was having a shit or whatever. <laughs> uh, it's just brilliant just being able to read that stuff, but it, like, in, in my fancy, um, she, she's got a smartphone uh, we've got tablets she's got an e-reader yeah we've got like a, a bookcase is just filled with books there's books in every room of our house and even though she's got these devices that she can carry like thousands and thousands of books around with her she just prefers to just stick a book in a bag and take that instead yeah I, I, I think it's going to be a few more generations before things like books and you know that yeah. sort of like Physically owning something that sort of novelty wears off. I think it's. I think it has its. It, it has its times. Like if you go on holiday, um, you don't want to pack. You don't want to take loads of books with you and stuff. Yeah, like no. That. Yeah, like, I agree. You, you'll fill up your tablet and your smartphone with games to play. Just because there's no point going to going on holiday and taking your your Xbox or your PlayStation with you. It's pointless. Um, unless Crap, Monopoly. Unless you're like me, and when you go to Wales, it rains all the time, so you just take it anyway. And <laughs> you end up just sat in a caravan playing. <laughs> That. Yeah, but um, I, mean, I, I think it, it, I agree. It's going to be a good long time before that physical medium is replaced with purely digital content. I mean, it's more efficient. I get that. You know, I mean, think you know, you could have every film, you know, within the last twenty years yeah. on an external hard drive and take it wherever you want to. You know, it could be hundreds and hundreds of films. So efficiently and practicality, yeah, they make sense. But there's still that sort of nostalgia, you know, this quirkiness about having a, a, it's, you know, a it's not DVD just, library. It's not just the nostalgia, though, it's the price. These these uh, digital mediums that are trying to replace movies and books and games and stuff, they're not any... Sometimes they're more expensive than the physical counterpart. Like, you go on, on PSN and, like, Battlefield 4 is, like, 60 quid. Yeah. Like you, can, you can go into Asda and get it for, like, 48. And ha- yeah. actually have it physically in your hand. Um, and it's... Until it's much cheaper, there's no point. No, I, I mean, Steam gets away with it, but they're not new releases. Uh, well, I mean, it depends. Some of them are, and they do. They just go mad for it. But yeah, but the fact that you've you got that much available, and they just go, yeah, three quid. Are you going to see? Go, yeah, fuck it, I'll buy that. Are you going to see the likes of Battlefield Four for like three quid anytime no, soon? Not, well, no, that's just <laughs> there's no point in that at all. But I mean, you can still, you know, they do twenty five percent off, you know, and you'll get it for like thirty quid or something. That's fine. If but that's really really good. That's the physical game. People, if the yeah. physical game costs forty eight pounds plus, and I can get the digital one for say thirty pound, then that's fine. 
it's still more expensive than I'd like to pay for a, for something that I can't touch. But as long as it's cheaper than the physical version, which costs more to produce, then that's fine. Well, yeah, obviously, I mean, you, got, you got packaging and exactly. Think and all of that the uh, the environmental concerns. Exactly. Plastic and CDs and all that sort of stuff. Whereas it's just all on your hard drive. You're away. Yeah, it's all well and done. But anyway, moving on. Yes. Some more news. Um, and funnily enough, Dan, we have some more Justice League slash Man of Steel slash Batman versus Superman news. Dwayne the Rock Johnson may have a superhero. Don't beat. finish that sentence. Don't finish it. Whatever it is. I don't care. If The Rock, a wrestler, is in Man of Steel 2, I will not watch it. May have a superhero on his Fucking Doing what? Well, let me finish and I shall tell you. Go on, go on. <laughs> the Fast Five star revealed he had met with Warner Brothers CEO to discuss the unnamed project. Johnson ju- uh, tweeted during a Q&A, We have just had a meeting with Warner Brothers CEO... DC Comics 2014. We will partner up and create the cool badassery. Hashtag Rock Talk. Now, The Rock was once linked to play DC's interstellar mercenary and bounty hunter Lobo, uh, but he has already said a while back that the film, quote, went away. Uh, he was also mentioned as a contender to portray Black Adam in Shazam, but that project was also cancelled. And new speculation emerged that the Race to Witch Mountain actor could be circling a role in the upcoming Man of Steel 2 which will pit Superman against the Cape Crusader, as he actually hyped it up with a photo of himself wearing a Batman shirt. So really, it's just speculation. It's not actually any news. Dan is not happy with this. I'm not at all. I'm still reeling from that. <laughs> it's all speculation. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it won't go through. But the thing is, if, if he is, that he's just literally just like grabbing everyone possible and just saying, uh, yeah, you've been in the film. Uh, stick this outfit on. I'll be honest. The Rock is... It's not the worst choice. Physically, he's got, well, without sounding a bit, you know, he's got a good physique to him. You know, he's built. Ridiculously tight. He's, he's like comic book hero built. Like, he's insane. Which is good, but he's, it's the rock. He did, not... what was it, fucking that thing where he's a tooth fairy? How the fuck can I take him seriously <laughs> as Lobo? He has done quite a few good films, to be fair. Oh, Scorpion King. Shut up. No, not Scorpion King. Be Cool. the hell's that? Be Cool, John Travolta, who I'm affirming. Sequel to Get Shorty. Fucking ace film. Was and he a lead in that? Well, no, he's a support character, but he plays, oh, right. he, he plays a gay bouncer who wants to be an actor and is when he, he goes for an audition and he does a monologue from Bring It On. <laughs> but he plays both parts. It's fucking hilarious. Right. <laughs> so good. So that's, I like that's, The Rock. That's one. Next. Um, um, hmm. Good films that The Rock has been in. Hmm. The other guys. He was in that for about ten minutes. Yeah, but how, how, how good is that film? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's Mark Wahlberg, though. He's a genius. It was a good film. But yeah, no, um, he, I, I still think there are worse people. That it could be. He's not. I'm not saying he's up there with the best of choices, but no, no. I mean, you know, they'd only go and get like a, a supermodel from Israel or something stupid. Oh wait, <laughs> they've already done that. They are literally scraping the bottom of the barrel now, aren't they? <laughs> For all we know, though, Shia LaBeouf could have just hacked 
The Rock's I'm Twitter account. <laughs> He's a legend. Um, but no, that, that, that's it for the news. Yeah. I, I've got some news for you, though. Oh, no. I take, I take back my, my ticker pal. <laughs> um, Latvia. The, uh, the country. For, yeah, the country <laughs> of origin for Doctor Doom. Yeah. Doctor Doom. Uh, now they've uh, taken on board the Euro. How's that news? How's that gaming geek news? <laughs> I'm not very good at the news, am I? <laughs> Oh, sorry. I, I'm converting your your pay into euros. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Or, or I could be really rich. I I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> no, probably not. Anyway. Yeah, so that, that was it for the news. <laughs> um, we all know why you're here. Let's not beat around the bush, Dan. No, let's not. It's It's, it's part two. That's what it is. Of what, though? Of the superhero fight club thingy. Super person fight club thingy. Bollocks. Every, <laughs> Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's just keep in the spirit of things. What is the DC comic Lego games called? Oh, God. Um, the, uh, the ones with Batman in. Yeah. Um, the Lego Batman ones. Uh, DC... No. Fuck. <laughs> Lego Batman DC Superheroes 2. Hooray! Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Oh. Um, but no, it is uh, our part two of our super uh, person fight club thingy. Um, who were the winners from round one? Uh, I have the winners here. Uh, winner. Well, with you. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, we have as uh, between Frank Castle or the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Red Hood. We have a winner of the Punisher. I um, know. It was a tie. Oh well, um, yeah. I'll give you that. Sorry, that that is right. I didn't write that down. Probably chose to forget that. But <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a tie actually. So we need to have some sort of standoff. Like maybe well, like that, a standalone episode. That would be a, a grudge match. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of that actually. So that, that they're sort of like a tie for the win sort of thing. Um, we then had Green Goblin versus Batman. Obviously. Batman won. The shortest battle ever. Yeah. Um, then we had uh, Sentinel versus Azrael, and the Sentinel won. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Nightcrawler versus Green Arrow, and Nightcrawler won. Uh, we had Doctor Octopus versus Nightwing, with Nightwing as a winner. We had Martian Manhunter versus the Green Power Ranger, <laughs> which was the most ridiculous one. Dragon Sword. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh, with the Martian Manhunter as the winner, and then we had Darth Revan versus Cyclops, and Darth Revan obviously as the winner for that one. So we had seven winners, uh, well, six winners, and then one grudge match between the Punisher and Red Hood. So what we're going to do is we're going to do five for me, five for Cal, and we've got two substitutes each, just in case we uh, choose the same ones. And then the uh, the winners of this are going to go into a court final with the winners from the uh, the first part. Yep. So, Carl, you've got five numbers there. Give oh, me a number. To also point out, if you did miss the uh, the first uh, the first part of Super Person Fight Club thingy, we can't choose characters uh, that are basically invincible. Yeah, God characters are not available. Yes. So, like the likes of Wolverine, Superman, uh, Hulk, Galactus, Thor, Hulk, anything Thor, like that. Yeah, exactly. Like. Um, but no, so. Numbers one to five. I'm gonna go one. Number one. Okay. Number one. James Bond. Ooh, a very good choice. Yes. And I'm gonna go for number three. 
I believe I've won. <laughs> oh, go on. Iron Man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I'm thinking more... I, I'm going to say more what I prefer to call the power bonds rather than... <laughs> there isn't a power bond. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, this is serious, right? I mean, you've got your, your Roger Moores and your Sean Connerys, which are like very sort of suave, as I'd imagine an, a proper spy to be. You know, they could literally just walk into a room and everyone would do exactly what they said sort of thing. And then you've got your power bonds, which are like your Timothy Daltons and your Daniel Craigs, where they will tear people apart. See, you know, I'd, with their I'd, put, I'd put Brosnan as a power bond. Yeah, I would, but he's also got that kind of Irishy suave to him as well. Bros- Brosnan was the mix. Yeah, I, but I think Brosnan is probably still my favorite. He's my Bond. Do you know what I mean? Like Everyone's got yeah. the Bond of their sort of generation. And for me, Goldeneye, brilliant. I'd, say, I'd probably say Brosnan. Uh, and I know this is shifting off topic completely, but I'd probably say Brosnan, Craig, Connery. Yeah. Don't, um, don't care say, for the rest. I'd say Brosnan, Craig, then Roger Moore. I love Roger Moore. See, I do, but he just plays Roger Moore. He, he doesn't play James Bond. <laughs> no, but he's, he's that kind of suave, and he's, yeah. he's got like a bit of a cheek, and, and you know all these sort of like one-liners and stuff. And he was the um, saint. <clears throat> well, yeah, that too. But I'm thinking more the sort of the you know the gadget, you know, um, like Tomorrow Never Dies kind of Bond, you know, which yeah. got loads of crazy stuff. So I mean, it's not completely unthinkable to think that he'd have some kind of um, you know EMP device or something like that, something that could short out electrics. Well, yeah. So. You know, there's a possibility of maybe the gadget, because obviously Bond is all about the gadgets, and he's got his cars, and he's got the guns, so, We've you know... Tony Stark's been here before, where people have tried to use, like, EMPs and stuff, and he's, he's got, like, a central diffusion thingy in the suit that counters yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, Tony Stark is basically, like, a cybernetics genius, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, Bond is, um, like, a fantastic secret agent, but he, he doesn't have to be the smartest guy in the room. You know, that's what he's got MI6 for. Well, that's what I loved about Casino Royale, where we had the the guys chasing, and he's doing, like, all the parkour, and he's, like, just shifting through stuff. Yeah, he's and just, he like, charging the through the walls. And, and then he just barges through the wall. That's brilliant. See, because I, I, I had that on Blu-ray, because I, I absolutely adore Casino Royale. I think it is probably one of my favourite Bond films. Mm. Out of all of them, he's absolutely amazing. Yeah, good film. Um, and I was watching the, uh, the, direct, the director's commentary with that, that whole section. And they were saying, like, you know, they had the, uh, I can't remember, the French dude, um, who was, he's actually like a parkour guy, obviously. Um, so he's doing all his own stunts, and then they've got someone standing in for Daniel Craig, like the crane jump and all that sort of stuff. And they said that the whole point of that sequence was to show how, how much of a power bond he is, basically. I mean, I've come up with the phrase patent, but <laughs> they, that's what they were saying, you know, this guy was dead nimble, and he was sort of like flipping over doors and stuff like that, and Bond would just go straight through the wall, because he hasn't got that sort of agility, but he's got the strength. So, I think, um, I don't know, I mean, you'd have to find, if there was any kind of way into the suit to get rid of it, then he's going to win, or disable it or something. Anything to get him out of it, he'd won. But, by the suit is the big obstacle. By that, by the time he's thought of something, though, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, in all fairness... I think there's only one way this is going to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this is going by the same rules that we had in the first time, in which case it's a fight to the death yeah. for whoever it is, regardless of their own ethical or moral standards. Um, and they know that they are going up against someone to fight to the death, but 
they don't know they don't know who it is and they don't know what to prepare for so they would be prepared to the stage of you know they're going to go up in a tough fight but they have no idea who they're up against so the odds of James Bond being able to prepare for a guy in a cybernetic exoskeleton suit (laughs) pretty small to be perfectly honest um, other than some sort of like I don't know MI6 satellite or something like that or you know like the what's it called the the laser the sun laser thing from Icarus oh from, yeah. um, you know if it like a direct hit from that would you know probably do him a bit of damage but that's assuming he's got it with him which it's I doubt <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm gonna just throw down the gauntlet and just say Iron Man yeah I, I would like uh, I would have liked Bond to have gone up against a more sort of well, someone without that much defence, because he's you know he's not going to be able to outmatch him or, sh- or outshoot him or anything like that. Um, it, there's just no way of getting through the suit. That, that was your that was your fault, though, Dan. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that is that you, is true. You pick Bond, and and you pick number three. <laughs> I know, yeah, that is my fault, isn't it? <laughs> I had no in- I had no say in this, <laughs> except for choosing Iron Man, obviously. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so. Iron Man versus James Bond. Winner. Iron Man. Skapapow. <laughs> Don't <Well done>. <laughs> So, pick, pick a number, one to four. Um, okay, I'll have number one. Optimus Prime. Oh, Christ. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, it, this is because I had the Sentinel last time, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there's a couple that could give him a good run for his money, but it's going to depend very much on who you choose next. So you've got two, two, five. Two, two, five? No, two. Number two to five. Oh, yeah. Um, four. Four. Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. Oh, no. No. no, you can, yeah. Spider-Man? Yeah. Almost, yeah. you know, precognition in reflexes. If, you know, Optimus Prime trying to stamp on him or something like that, he'd get out of the way easy enough. Straight up his little, uh, well, it's not his little, but he's uh, straight up his leg, onto his shoulder, something like that, webbing all over his face. As for actually taking him down, hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think webs are going to do this. Well, it's, as long as you just web his legs together. I mean, just think of it like the, um, the Hoth thing in Star Wars. Get loads of webbing around his legs. He's not moving anywhere. Yeah, but that—that's just an atta. That's just a. Uh, that's not a humanoid robot with thoughts or anything. No, but it, it plus, works all the same. Plus, he's got his—he's uh, got his sword. You cut through the webbing. Hey, to be fair, he, he's probably got enough strength to just break the webbing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the webbing is pretty fucking strong. It—it it can't hold Colossus. So he's going to hold Optimus Prime. No, I reckon, yeah, I mean, it, the thing is, I mean, how Spider-Man would take down Optimus Prime is one thing, but the other is, how would Optimus Prime take down Spider-Man? Because he wouldn't be fast enough. No, but he can cover more ground. Like, he can cover more ground quicker. Well, Spider-Man. no, because, I mean, he could still, like, swing around him and stuff like that. You know, he could latch on with the web and swing around his back. So to actually get off a killing shot or stamp on him or something like that, He'd, he'd be hard pressed to have enough speed. Yeah, but he'd be fast enough to move. But Optimus Prime's got the range to counter him. So he's he's gone one way, and Optimus Prime's already there. Like, yeah. gone around. Like, obviously, he's fucking massive. <laughs> yeah, but 
but that again, strength doesn't mean speed, and neither does size. No, not so. no, not necessarily faster as in as in agility, but he's by extending his arm to one place, he's already beaten Spider-Man there. Well, not really, because I mean, you know, with the reflexes that Spider-Man's got, you know, he could try and swat him, well, like a spider, I suppose, like yeah. a fly. and you know, he'd be able to web away from that. They are quite agile, though, Transformers. Well, they are, but I mean, I think that its biggest sort of, you know, say if he did manage to web up his arms and then, but sorry, his legs, and then when he's trying to do his legs, he just, uh, webbed his arms to his legs. If he just turned into a truck. I don't know if that would sort of like hinder his ability to actually transform, which is kind of their biggest thing going for them. That and strength and oh, everything else. Well, no, I mean, strength is only provided that they can actually get enough momentum. So, I mean, if he physically, like, if he just webbed him so he couldn't physically move, he wouldn't be able to get up enough momentum to rip I it up. I don't think his webbing would hold him, though. It would have to be a lot of it. It would have to be a lot. And it would run out of webbing. Well... He's got refills. How many how many refills has he brought with him? Four hundred. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Enough to take down his transformer. He, he usually only carries like I think about maybe ten at the most. It depends. I mean, if say if they're fighting in like a, a metal smeltery factory or something like that, <laughs> and he managed to pull him into the metal, he'd be all right. <laughs> Not fighting in a smeltery factory. Well, they might do. You never know. For one. This would have to be like the Sentinel one. It'd have to be one that's not in an enclosed environment, otherwise he can't get in. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> so what are we thinking, sort of cities or fields? Just for the safety of others, we'll say field. Fields. Oh, very considerate, well done. But that also means Spider-Man's got nowhere to swing from. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you wouldn't have anything to swing from apart from Optimus. Yeah. Predict Predictability. I don't know, I mean, he's got, he's super strong, Spider-Man, you know, I mean, he can lift cars and stuff. Yeah, you know? he, he can't lift Optimus Prime, though. No, I'm not saying he's going to just flip him over, but, you know, I mean, if he could, like, start tearing panels off him and that sort of thing. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think, I don't think he'd, he'd have quite, be able to just, like, rip his fucking leg panel off or anything. Mm. Maybe, like, the, no. maybe the decal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wing mirrors. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, the thing you said, he's a prime. I reckon if it was like one of the smaller uh, Transformers. I think it'd be, yeah, I think it was... I like, mean, the, the prime is the something. leader. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's the leader of the um, the Transformers, you know, they're the biggest, the strongest, the best leaders. So, maybe against a smaller one you'd have a better chance, but it's still like tearing apart a machine with your bare hands. But at the same time... You've got like like the bullets from Optimus's gun. They're like half the size of his body. Yeah, yeah. They'd be car size. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, shoot, all he needs shoot. to do is just stick to his back, and uh, he's not gonna be able to get him off. He'll just fall on his back. Well, think Spons. about it, right? If that if that <laughs> spark, the spark that's in Optimus Prime's chest, right? That's his that's his heart basically. That's his weak spot. I mean, all um, Spider-Man would have to do is to get into that, rip that out. And you're away. That's it. He's down. Yeah, but look, it was look how hard it was for Megatron to do. No, I, I don't think he was trying to kill him in that sort of sense as to what's the quickest, efficient way. No, to not get not in the films. In the oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there's still only that sort of like front chest panel. If he could get into him from behind through the back, actually going through like his back, 
and get it out through there, or like, you know, just physically pull open the chest panel enough. If you could get that out, he's no. dead. Not a chance. No, Not I, a chance. Yeah, all he has to do is go for the back. I mean, he is still mechanical parts, you know, there are gaps in between his various parts. There's not, like, one solid membrane covering it. Uh, yeah, because there is. We're not, we're not going movie, Optimus Prime. We're going Generation 1. Well, no, the, the only reason they had him like that is because they couldn't draw anything more complicated and animate it by hand. <laughs> yeah. But it looks much Basically better. Basically a box. Yeah. So there's That's no, not fair. There's no intricate... Why? <laughs> <laughs> then he's just a... He just, there's no way of killing him, then. Of course, he's, he's not invincible. Well, no, but... Just, certainly to, uh, he is to Spider-Man, but... It's, no, there's no, there's no way, no way Spider-Man would be Optimus Prime. Not a chance, unless he bought a smelting factory with him, or if uh, he had some of that fireweb stuff. <laughs> if he had a bit of that on him, no, melt him down. I don't think it'd quite melt him though. Might might singe him a bit. Well, don't forget. I mean, that that that's the only sort of weakness they've got really is sort of like heat stuff. You know, uh, like um, incendiary bullets and things. So, fireweb as backup. <laughs> At what point does Spider-Man bring a fireweb? <laughs> hey, if I was Spider-Man, I'd have I'd have one cartridge for every eventuality. I'd have one for. If you were Spider-Man, you'd be dead for going up against Optimus Prime. <laughs> no, no, I'd be all over the shop. <laughs> yeah, the car shop. He has got a car. I'll just drive his spider car straight into his... Uh, <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing I've snapped no. ever. Why? Spider-Man like a Superman car. car. What, what, who's going to drive... Clark Kent? He's going to drive about in that, is he? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so... Uh, it's like Sonic having a car. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. But, um... But no, but then it then it turned into a race. <laughs> Between Optimus Prime as, as a fucking truck. Well, what about if there was Spider-Man in, like, his Spider-Car on his uh, Spider-Cycle? Optimus Prime is a truck, and they're, like, flying down a runway, dead fast, like that scene in uh, Bad Boys, where they have to get through that gap at the end of the runway. Which, one, which like, one's Martin Lawrence and which one's Will Smith? Um, no, no, no. There's, like, <laughs> one's the bad guy. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Um, and they have to sort of get through that gap at the end. No. <laughs> it's a fight to the death. All right. <laughs> Not a Top Gear test track. Yeah, I mean, I think with a lot of fanning about, he might be able to get a chance, but I don't think quick enough to... I think this fight would be over before any thought had gone into it. I, I genuinely do. It's... Yeah, I think you might be right. Uh, there's, there's no way Spider-Man would beat Prime. It's just um, as quick as he is. It's, it'd just be pretty foolish, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's it's physically taking down. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't be able to like brute strength him or anything like that. No, I mean, Superman's he is superhuman strong. He's got superhuman Spider strength. Uh, Spider Man, sorry, Superman has as well. But yeah, I choose Superman. <laughs> uh, Superman wins, hooray! <laughs> but he's nowhere near strong enough for Prime. Nowhere near strong enough. Uh, I think I'll give you that. Yes. Another one for the poster. Uh, well, that means you're almost catching up. You had two winners out of the last yeah, one. Yeah, I was off to a pretty good start with the last one. 
and yeah. then kind of went downhill after that. <laughs> but the problem with mine was, what we said before, is they were good choices, but they went off against the wrong people. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Um, that's right, that one makes it interesting, though. If, if no, it, I, I, if you know where it's going to be, then what's the point? Yeah, there's no point in doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, me, if, again, if, if you didn't listen to the last one, me and we have no idea what each other have chosen. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's all randomly chosen, that's why we picked the numbers. Yeah, that's right. Uh, speaking of which, it's your turn, you've got two, three or five. Um, two. Two. Psycho Mantis. Ooh. Ooh. That's quite a good one. From Metal Gear. Yeah. That's solid, yeah. And possibly, hopefully, fingers crossed, Metal Gear 5. Mm, mm. I've, I've, um, got, I've got a sneaky feeling. It, I think at he's least in that trailer. He's got to be in there and yeah. mention something. At or least. Something like that. Just as a, as a reference... Like like an hallucination type thing. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was in four, wasn't he? Yeah. So. There's, there's no reason why I can't. But anyway, back, okay. back to Super Person Fight Club thingy. What we got? Um, you have uh, two, three, and five. Five. Deathstroke. Ooh. Yes. I was going to choose Deathstroke. Deathstroke was going to be one of my five, but uh, I thought against it because I thought immediately just say it's just just because you've been watching Arrow, isn't it? Unnecessary. I mean, I, I'm quite a big fan of Deathstroke. He's cool. It's got to be said. Um, but yeah, Psychomantis, a, uh, a Russian special forces uh, operative with uh, psychic powers, the ability to control people, the, the ability of telekinesis, and uh, also the really cool ability of hovering, which <laughs> is uh, always incredibly useful. Hovering is not really a... <laughs> I'd love to hover around. If I could just hover about... Like, not, not incredibly fast, just sort of, like, hover down the street. I'll be, oh, that'd be brilliant. Uh, <laughs> Probably not as good as telekinesis, obviously. Oh, even flying. <laughs> yeah. But you know how uh, how much I love, you know, psychic powers and that sort of thing. So, you know, Psycho Mantis is... He hasn't got, like, kind of, like... I was thinking about going for uh, Nick Scryer. Mm. Um, because he's just got, like, the full psychic arsenal. Um, but, I mean... I don't know, that makes him incredibly hard, you know, because he could just set you on fire or just tell you to shoot yourself or yeah. whatever. Whereas, I mean, Psycho Mantis has also got that kind of power as well. Um, it's not to that sort of degree, so I thought Psycho Mantis was a bit more, you know, a bit more user-friendly. So I'm a bit in two minds with this one, because depending on the writer, Deathstroke can be impervious to psychic attacks, because mm. of his fucked up mentality but at the same time I can't really ch- I'm just thinking about it I can't actually choose Deathstroke because he has a slight regenerative he- uh, healing factor does he? but he's not like Wolverine he can't he can't like regenerate limbs or anything he can just keep himself alive a bit longer mm. so I think I may have to swap him out in all fairness ok well you've got your substitutes swap him out substitute of your choice Um I mean, if, if you're happy keeping him in, then I, I am, but he has got the slight... But then again, Spider-Man has got a slight regenerative healing. And, yeah, but it's, it's negligible compared to a bullet in the head. Well, yeah, that's the thing. You can't, I don't think Deathstroke can survive a bullet in the head. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, all right, we'll keep, we'll keep Deathstroke. We'll keep him in. Because I, I do like Deathstroke. You know, he's obviously a, a master of um, sort of hand-to-hand combat, swordsmanship, and marksman as well. So he's proficient with most weaponry. But... Everyone, no matter who they are, if 
they are compromised mentally, they're finished. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who they are. If you can get into their head and just go, stop. Well, Sabretooth, you can't get into his head. Right. Where did he come from? No, but what I'm saying is, look at like, it's because like how messed up people are in the head, like in in the comic universe. Like uh, Wolverine is now at the stage where he's he's in, he's invulnerable to uh, psychic attacks. Sabretooth, um, to a certain degree, uh, Deathstroke, depending on. The uh, the writer Deadpool is he's, he's impervious to psychic attacks because he's so fucking deranged. Um, so provided uh, Mantis can't get into Deathstroke's head, Deathstroke gonna fucking he's just gonna literally rip him to pieces. Yeah. Um, although I mean, psychic Mantis can he does have telekinesis as well. Which yeah. Is, so that, you know he can sort of fling things about at what, him. What but, what degree can he could he lift up a car? No, I don't think he had that kind of ability. I mean, it was mainly sort of like... I mean, but the thing is, though, you know, what's to stop him from pulling out Deathstroke's swords and, you know... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He could, there's a good chance he could just get his, his, use his own weapons against him. Or yeah, he, he or at least disarm him. Or if Deathstroke doesn't know um, to unplug the controller and put it into the second port. Well, um, not many people know that, <laughs> I'm afraid. Because that fucked me off when I was a kid. Didn't get that at all until I was like, oh, right, okay. You've had to physically tell me to do it. Now I'm an idiot. <laughs> Genius. But, yeah, I think that, you know, because, I mean, I don't think um, Psychomantis would have the kind of telekinetic ability to sort of, like, slow or stop bullets in any kind of way. I think if you manage to shoot a round at him without him, you know... Well, no, he can, because on, 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 on Metal Gear Solid... Uh, if you just start shooting at him at the wrong time, he will just get like teleport out of the way or stop the. Bullets. No, no, but that's because he was reading your mind and he knew. Yeah. You were, you was going. You were going to shoot. So that's not affecting the actual bullet itself. No, that's what I mean. Is it, but it, I mean, that's if he's if he's got into Deathstroke's head. Oh, if he has, then it won't even come to that because he'd just make him shoot himself. Well, yeah. that would be it. I mean, that's exactly what he was going to do to Meryl. I mean, t- he's kind of like this puppet master kind of thing. Yeah, he's not. He's not a. He's not a fighter per se. He's a, he's a he's a manipulator. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's well, why he was um, he was sort of in control of um, what was the one in Metal Gear Four, the last uh, the last boss. It was Psycho Octopus. Psy- uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it was something like that, anyway. With the you know the knives and stuff. So I mean, those were sort of like homing knives. So they were being controlled. So he can control small objects like that. Um, would you would you say would you say his uh, telekinetic ability is stronger than Deathstroke's physical strength? So if he tried to like uh, use his own swords against him, would Deathstroke be able to keep that blade away from him? Because he's pretty strong. Yeah, he is. Well, I mean, I, obviously Mantis has only really been in the games. There's no other incarnations yeah, other than how you see him. I but think... I mean, there's multiple in Metal Gear 4 as well. I mean, the, the reason I'm why I'm sort of referring to Psycho Mantis in Metal Gear 4 is mainly for the fact that Psycho Octopus. I, I want to say it's Octopus, but that's not right because it was um, definitely Octopus. Decoy Octopus. Was Decoy Octopus one. was the first one. Yeah, yeah, but that was the sort of the Octocamo kind of thing all going on with the Darpa Chief. But it was Psycho something, and she was the last boss, and she was the one with all the arms, which is why I want to say Octopus. Uh, screaming Mantis. Sorry, I was thinking Mantis. Of yeah, not Octopus. She's got loads of arms. Yeah, she's got, the, she's got the arms. So. Yeah, but basically Psycho Mantis was in control of Screaming Mantis, or there was something, it was implied anyway, that he was sort of like... 
being yeah he was controlling her while she was but I mean that was still they still had the physical strength or mental ability anyway to revive the dead well not revive them but use the dead to fight for them yeah so I mean if they had enough strength to well mental ability sorry to um sort of reanimate multiple enemies at the same time and have them doing different things that would take a lot of concentration a lot of power to do oh yeah so yeah I mean to um I mean and plus they were incredibly proficient with those sort of like arm blade things as well so if they could get Deathstroke's swords away from him and sort of attack him with them but I mean he's obviously you know he's gone up against hundreds of people that have got bladed weapons of their own you know so um so it would be, I mean, it would be very circumstantial on the on the basis of if Psychomantis couldn't get into his mind in the way to control him in that sort of puppeteer kind of way, so he couldn't physically make him do anything, it yeah. would depend entirely on his telekinesis and being able to fend off and kill him with various objects in whatever surroundings they're in, or to take off or disarm Deathstroke and use his own weapons against him. That's the only thing yeah. that he would have if he couldn't get into his mind. If he could get into his mind, he'd just shoot himself. Bang, gone. I... So I don't know, because there's such a way about it that... Death... I mean, Deathstroke, he's ridiculously well-trained, um, and he's very strong, and he has, obviously, as we said before, the slight regenerative uh, ability. But... I think if if he couldn't get into his if he couldn't get into um, Slade's mind, I think Slade would just rip him apart. And I think he's strong enough to to be able to fight back against his own weapons if they were used against him. So it'd be kind of like if you had two uh, formidable foes against each other, and like you know, and it's like they both got the swords locked, and like it's yeah, kind of. I think it'd be like that. But I think. I think Slade would be the stronger of the two. Yeah, I mean, it would. I mean, do you know what we should have as well? I've just thought, really. We should have, like, as well as the sort of the random list of fighters we've got, we should also have, like, arenas. Yeah. So, do you know, like, like five fighters each and then, like, arena two, and that would be, like, a city or something like that, you know, like a, a main street and a city. And you could just say, well, you know, Psycho Manics could just start throwing cars and stuff at him or, you know, bring down lampposts and, you know, crush him with buildings or open the floor or something like that depending on whoever it is and stuff I think that's something we need to introduce in the quarterfinals well, more sort of it's it's the, the scenario the, sorry the actual surroundings can be taken into account as well yes yeah, so it's not just the, the fires I mean because like I'm on the, I mean I'm, I might have to look this up but um, I'm on the assumption that I'm pretty sure um, he can he can revive most wounds as long as his brain stays intact. So if his, if obviously gets shot in the head, it goes through his brain, he, he will die. Yeah, but, but I mean, Psychomantis doesn't control people to sort of make them do things. He controls them to kill them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'd, I think that'd be the only way he'd win was to would be to make Deathstroke kill himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it depends. I mean, obviously, if it, if they were in some sort of city surrounding or something like that, you could just get mind control everyone. Yeah, and just have them pile on him. Well, yeah, there'd be there'd only be so much. You could only fend them off for so long. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, just say in a big warehouse, nothing to sort of you know, apart from sort of like random bits of you know metal and all that sort of stuff that you fling about. Um, but the thing is, I mean, you know, Deathstroke's got a lot of weaponry on him. I mean, does he does he use explosives or sort of grenades and bits and pieces? Anything he can carry, to be fair, swords, right. and, swords and guns mainly. And yes, I mean he's got like a grapple. If you know, you could sort of, you know, take his swords off him or distract him in one way and just pull the pins out of the grenades. Bang! Yeah. 
Yeah. Magneto did it. You know that worked. There's a there's a very there's a very high possibility of that happening, but I I, I in all fairness I think to be on the safe if it was me personally, you know I'm there. I don't know him up against. Um, I see that he can control things with like telekinesis and stuff. The first thing I would do would be to pull all them pins on the grains and just chuck them out. <laughs> just get just get rid just get rid of them just in case. Purely because of what Magneto did. <laughs> Not to me, yeah. but <laughs> um, just get rid of them out of the way so that they're no longer they're no longer a problem. Yeah, um, and I possibly just keep firing bullet after bullet after bullet after bullet, and just some just there's no way you can you can load that gun up again and shoot me with it. Um, and I'd probably just stick with my swords. But like, that's that's just my thinking. That and that's providing he's quick enough to to just well, get rid of thing, everything. I mean, if you know, you see, especially if he's if because they are under the impression that they're going somewhere to fight someone they just don't know who. Someone yeah. like Deathstroke and uh, same as uh, Punisher and Red Hood, they are going to go fully prepared. You know, like even though they don't know who they're up against, they're going to go with plenty of ammo, uh, plenty of various other weapons, and fucking. Yeah. Uh, Long-range weapons, close-range, etc. So he's going to have to get rid of a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's what I'm thinking because as soon as you say they, you know, sort of both came through a door at the same time and saw each other, the first thing that Psychomantis would do would be to get into his head. If he yeah. couldn't do that immediately, <clears throat> he'd rethink his entire strategy, and that's when you'd go right. Let's get rid of all these weapons for a start. Pull yeah. the pins on the grenades. Fly all the bullets all over the room. You know. So that's the sort of thing I'd be thinking to sort of say, well, you know, if the psychic, you'll know immediately the psychic stuff just isn't going to work. It's like Professor X. Like, if Professor X came up against someone and his psychic abilities were useless, he's basically on his own. And he's yeah, got to rethink, oh, fuck, what else do I do that, now? That's kind of the, it's basically the same fight, really. Kind of, yeah. Mantis well, I mean, you know, Professor X is a lot more sort of morally sound, whereas Psycho yeah, Mantis yeah, this yeah. is. This is a fight in a sense that, like, two golden boys of comics. Cyclops and Superman, they're they're going in this fight and it's they know it's fight to the death. They're not gonna take pity. So, yeah, yeah. so Professor X could theoretically just blow up ahead. <laughs> no, no, I, I get that. It's just that I mean that Psychomantis would be a lot better at doing it. He's got a oh, lot yeah, more he's, experience. He's, he's a bastard. Yeah, yeah. Um, in my head, the way I'm looking at it is, if he can't get it, if he can't, the first thing he does is try to get into Deathstroke's head, and he can't, and Deathstroke's just fucking tanking at him. And he can't get into his head. I don't think he'll be quick enough to go. Well, quick. No, I mean, the, the, yeah, the, the reason why he was sort of like able to keep out of the way of snakes' bullets and stuff is because he knew when he was going to shoot and where he was going to shoot because he was in his mind. So, if his mind is not an option, it would come down to. But that again, there weren't really any sort of um, displays of his like telekinetic powers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was just sort of like you know knocking things like no more than a ghost would you know just knocking bits and stuff yeah. over. but you, you know I mean if it is sort of like full strength you know in, in the fact that you could just open the floor or bring a roof down on his head or something like that then that's where it's just like shit he doesn't need to be in his mind in order to use well no you, 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 could, you could use providing there was anything to use you could just use the environment uh, well I mean what about if you just started choking him well that's what I'm thinking he could like force choke sort of thing um, that I've made us start I'm not sure can they can Teleconnects do that? Well, yeah, I mean, all you'd have to do, I mean, if you can control, like, say if you can put enough sort of tele- telekinetic power around an object to lift it, you could put extend that same thing around someone's neck and bring it in, couldn't you? Crush it. I suppose possibly. Yeah. So I imagine, I imagine it'd be similar to 
Magneto. Or just his heart or Magneto crushing a piece of metal. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. But that, again, because there hasn't really been a demonstration of that amount of power, you can't really say, well, you know, but that, that's, I just thought, you know, if you just sort of, like, telekinetically just ripped his heart open, then, you know, there's not really... There's, there's, there's got to be a line, though, of what of what telekinetics can, can do, like, physically. Well, um, you think they can control matter with their minds. That's basically what it comes down to. I mean, there's objects, but then... But yeah, but is is the is the weight distributions involved in this? Um, I mean, like Magneto can lift like the the what's the big the the Manhattan Bridge? Magneto can lift and rip that. Oh, apart. the uh, Golden Gate Bridge, yeah. It, yeah, um, but could Professor X lift a house? <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I think um, Professor X's powers are more seated in sort of like mind control rather than. You know, oh, like oh, right. the Phoenix okay. is sort of like okay. actual telekinesis. Jean Grey, Jean Grey. Could Jean... Yeah, I mean she can lift a house, but that's uh, no, as as Jean Grey, not as... as the Phoenix. Oh right, okay. Well, that's sort of like a subconscious thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as Jean Grey, I wouldn't have thought so. No, but that's because well, according she's, to the she's one of the highest level mutants. Yeah, but that's because Professor X was in her mind and you know making sure she didn't go mental and fuck yeah. everyone up, but. That's not an option. I mean, the, the reason why Psycho Mantis was so good at what he did is because he is fucked in the head. Yeah. And, you know, he's been broken from a child, you know, to be this horrible, um, you know, operative. Uh, but he's committed all kinds of atrocities. I, um, I do think, and not just as an, as an easy way out of, the, of this battle, I think it's going to be circumstantial, the same as Punisher. And, and Yeah, I think it could very well be. Um, um, but, I mean, it's only because... Um, I certainly don't remember enough about um, Psycho Mantis, or I certainly didn't see it enough to sort of say, oh yeah, he could just tear someone's head off. I, I, I think no, it's just the wrong game. As, I mean, as brilliant as it was, I mean, I love Metal Gear Solid and the Mantis, but it's probably my favourite bit of the game. Oh, but Sonic Wolf, though, come on. There was, oh yeah, but <laughs> there, there was, it was too much hardware limitation to actually give a, a, a better representation of what, of what Mantis could do. As opposed to like, say, like Metal Gear, in Metal Gear Five, they could make him fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but obviously, the, the PlayStation One very limited in, in comparative. And well, which is why they were so creative with it, I suppose. Well, to be fair though, considering the limitations, Metal Gear is probably one of the best games yeah. for like pushing the memory card reading the, and yeah, controllers and, and all that sort of making stuff, making it vibrate and whatnot. Brilliant, but yeah, yeah. It, that's not. That doesn't say how strong he is because he could make your control vibrate. No, but the thing <laughs> though, mental. Yeah, but I mean, none of the other bosses had anything like that. No, no. That was specifically for that sort of environment where it's just like we want to sort of push the boundaries of what we can do for this guy, but we can't physically show it. So we'll have to be a bit more creative about it. So you know, you're going to have to think your way out of it yeah. rather than just brute force because he'll just take you down every time. But if he has got like really good, uh, like. Not so much unlimited, but uh, like like very high powered tele- telekinesis. Would that mean he could bring in like a bus from off the street into this warehouse? <laughs> well, it's entirely possible, but I mean, think how much concentration something like that would need, and that would distract him enough away from what's going on with Destro, and he could just just come up well, and just yeah. stab him. I, so I, it would have to be like his full attention focus on him. So he would have to perform some sort of like telekinetic physical. I mean, even if you just like throwing him against a wall continuously. No, oh, yeah. I mean, picking up people. I don't think there's any question with that. I think that's well within his power. To but, a degree. 
Yeah, I mean, I not think, like... I, I don't think you could pick up Prime. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, within sort of, like, people's standards. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think there's going to be too much issue with that. With enough Fatal Force, I don't know. But certainly maybe, like, throw him way up in the air. You know, and then the fall could do them damage, something oh, like that. Oh, I don't know, because he's, he's quite acrobatic. True, yeah. I mean, I suppose, you know, he could roll on the floor or something like that. Or, well, you know, I mean, if you lift him up and slam him into the floor, then you can't really do anything with that. And if he's quick enough... As he's as Mantis has lifted Deathstroke in the air, Deathstroke's through a knife like quicker than Mantis could see, and that's caught him off guard, like and yep. made, made 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 him drop Deathstroke. That's a good point, yeah. Because I mean, his psychic powers can only be as fast as he is, you know. Yes, so I think I don't think there'd be any question with Deathstroke having the better sort of like agility, speed, reflexes. Um, he's got him completely outmatched on that. I think it's if if he could get up to if he could get. Within distance of um, of Mantis, Deathstroke would you'd just kill him. Yeah, um, I think he'd be quicker reflex-wise, but Mantis's reflexes would be mind. Yeah, reflex. it would all be. Yeah, I mean, if he, he, if he can if he can think it quicker than Deathstroke can do it. Yeah, then they're, they're on par, probably in speed. I mean, Deathstroke's not massively fast, but he's, he's quicker than most humans. Yeah, but uh, if he knew what he was going to do when yeah. anyone can get out of the way of that you exactly. know, it doesn't matter whether you're floating or not you know if you know someone's aiming at your head and they're going to pull the trigger now you get out of the way but it's it, it's in the, in the same sense that Deathstroke's trained to eat, like um, who is it oh I can't think of a story arc now but there's a, there's a, there's a character and he has to train to, I'll, I'll tell you at the end because it kind of gives away one of my others but he's trained to um, to not think of his fighting because his op- his opponent can can read minds, um, and then one one of the members who's just a fucking idiot, he can beat him because he doesn't think about what he's, he just fights. He does he just does it. <laughs> he's thinking yeah. about fucking food and stuff and whatnot. <laughs> um, and and he, he has to learn how how to how to fight without thinking. And I if that particular character can do that, then Destro could definitely do it because Batman yeah. can do it, and Destro and Batman are. are Near on match for match, realistically, Deathstroke and um, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, so if he if he can fight without thinking, there's a lot of ifs I'm hearing. A lot of ifs. That's the same as Mantis though. If he could get into Deathstroke. No, no, that's what I mean about oh, the whole thing. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I mean. I think that's yeah. it, it's a circumstantial fight where if if this instance happens, then Deathstroke wins. But if this one does, then Mantis wins. Exactly yeah. the same as Punisher and, and Jason well, Todd. Uh, in that case, Redford, then, sorry. I am going to be happy to have this one as a second grudge match. I'm, I'm happy with that. And then we will do, like, maybe like a, a grudge match special or something like that and settle all these kind of debates. Yeah. Yeah. That's it me. So we'll move on to the next match, as that was a tie, which will go on to a grudge match, uh, along with uh, Red Hood and The Punisher. Um, I believe I believe it's your go, Daniel. Pick a number. Uh, yeah, what numbers have we got left? I have uh, two and four. Two and four. I will go for two, please. Venom. Ooh, Venom. Cool. <laughs> okay, and you've got three and five. Make it good. Five. Sub zero. Venom. From Mortal Kombat. Venom. Um. I can't think of any way. He freezes him. Yeah, but then he'll just grow out another symbiote part. Freezes him. He's not that quick. Plus, I think Venom. He turned the water in the air to ice. Yeah, but Scorpion killed him. Yeah, but he's got fire. And the White Ranger beat Scorpion. 
Look, we're not going for Bat in the Sun. <laughs> They're not the authority on these things, I'm afraid. No, so, okay, you got you got Venom, like, superhuman strength. Um, ridiculously big. Uh, obviously, the, the symbiote. Um, he's, got, he's got Spider-Man's Spider-Sense. He's got Spider-Man's webbing. Come on. And he's got a tongue. So Zero's got a really cool costume. <laughs> I don't think his costume's going to help him. And if we're going Maybe. costumes, Venom's costume is pretty cool. It's fucking awesome. Especially the uh, new Flash Thompson Venom. Awesome suit. Awesome suit. Yeah. Why couldn't you have chosen number four, Spider-Man, for Venom? Because Venom would have won that as well. <laughs> wouldn't. It's Spider-Man. He would. No, Spider-Man's the better version of him. Sp- Venom's the better version of him. No, he's not. Got greatly enhanced physical strength. So Spider-Man. Uh, super, well, superhuman strength. He can shapeshift. Um, he's got the ability to send the symbiote off to fight and defend itself uh, when, when if, he, if he's in danger. Uh, he has Spider-Man's Spider-Sense, as I can say. You can turn invisible. You can turn invisible? Yeah, it's got camouflage. Why have I never seen that before? Because you're an idiot. <laughs> but he's black. Like, the least camouflage colour there is. How do you think he never has to, like, whoever wears the suit never has to take the, the symbiote off? Because it camouflages itself to look like the person. That's why he can shapeshift as well. Well, that doesn't help him in Sub-Zero's thing. Of course it does, he turns invisible. <laughs> Freezes, freezes him, just turns his eyes. He doesn't know where he is. He freezes the world. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he could he could send the, the symbiote off to onto Sub Zero, so Sub Zero comes Venom and then he just kills himself, and then the symbiote goes back to Eddie Brock. No, because he just frees him. <laughs> A big block of ice in the, on the ceiling, he just flat. Right. I think you're clutching her, though. No. <laughs> I, th- I think Venom won. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's pretty, really, because I would have liked Sub-Zero to have had a good go. Sub-Zero would have been a good one, Yeah, realistically. Yeah. Sub-Zero would have been good for Deathstroke. Oh, yeah, actually, because they're both, obviously, ninjas. Yeah. Uh, but, you know... Deathstroke would have the, the range with the weapons and Sub-Zero would have the range with the ice. I was going to say, he's, he's still got the range with that, but as, as he shoots the ice, I, I would say Deathstroke's quick enough to shoot. Like, not to necessarily stop the attack altogether, but to just spread it. How do you mean? Like, he, he, he shoots the ice to, to freeze him. Deathstroke shoots, actually physically shoots the ice with a bullet. And oh, right, I see what you mean. stops yeah. it before it actually hits him. Or if it does True, hit him, yeah. it just hurts him instead of freezing him. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think I think we should leave that one there and not, not embarrass you anymore. Hey, if it had been anyone else, he could have uh, had a chance. He could have done, but unfortunately, you are, you, ha- you have yet to actually officially win one today. Well, fair enough. <laughs> so, we shall move on. Um, and you, well, you have one left. Go on. Raphael. Oh, from Turtles. Ninja from the, Turtles. From Ninja Turtles. But we're going from the comics, not from the... Cartoons or the yep. films, and Raphael is against Rogue. Ah, so I think I've just won my first one. No, because you've picked Rogue from from the from the films. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's useless. <laughs> it is definitely Rogue from the actual comics. She can fly. She's superhuman, strong. She's just amazing. She's brilliant. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't think it's as cool as Ninja Turtles are. 
fucker. My favourite character up to, up to date. He's dead. dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty dead. Yeah. Smacked with the car. Repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's gone into a shell. <laughs> yeah, but it's only a half shell. So it's just... It's in from the other side. <laughs> what, he's gone into a shell and just gone onto his back? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Can't get up. Well, no, she just picks it up and just throws it into the sea. Because he can't swim because he's a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> he gets just his, flies him into the sun. He, he gets right. his power from the sea. <laughs> All right, like Superman does from the sun. <laughs> it's it's a little unknown fact from the turtles. <laughs> All right, so is it like if he goes into the sea, he like he becomes like he, become, he, he, become, <laughs> he becomes Optimus Raphael, <laughs> <laughs> Turtle Prime. <laughs> So you almost had a, a an almost a uh, yeah. I nearly had a, I nearly had a full win sheet. My yeah, as, as I did. So, yes. Yeah. So we're not doing too badly. So um, superhero fight club, super person fight club thingy. Sorry, part two. Uh, Optimus Prime versus Spider Man. Winner. Optimus Prime. Uh, Venom versus Sub Zero. Winner. Venom. Iron Man versus James Bond. Winner. Iron Man. Raphael versus Rogue. Winner. Rogue. <laughs> and Deathstroke versus Psychomantis was a tie. Yeah. So not not too bad. Not too bad. No, no, I, I think we uh, did quite well then. Uh, part three will be coming up a lot sooner than, than this one has. Um, I do kind of wish Raphael hadn't died, but... <laughs> oh, well. It's the way of the turtle world, isn't it? <laughs> Much like the uh, the films have gone, really. <laughs> so, yeah. on that note, um, I've been Carl. He's been silent. Um, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, have, have a good week. Do what you do. Yeah, take care. And uh, stay off my uh, garden. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>